running out of um, intros for this show with uh, having to celebrate and play tunes for certain players. That was Blue Heaven by uh, Public Service Broadcasting, if any of you were into into music, into, into such detail. Good album, though, as well. My uh, guest today is uh, Mr. Dean Mitchell. You can catch him uh, on Twitter at DinoITFC. Welcome, Dino. How are you? I'm good, Graham. Thank you. Blue Heaven sums it all up. It does. You see that? Yeah, yeah. why not? I, d- I was at... Um, I don't know if you went to the park on Monday, did you, for the no, thing? No, I was absolutely knackered from Fleetwood, to be honest with you. Well, the, the, the guy on the music, he, he obviously had a whole list of tracks that were relevant to the town and to the players and so on. But he didn't. He had no idea which seat, which one was for which player. So he, so when Milts introduced Connor Chapman, he played um, the Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I thought, come on, man, just train him up, train him up. Exactly. Anyway, that was they funny. They needed you there. You are. <laughs> they needed you there. Yeah. Yeah, they need someone, didn't they? Yeah, I don't. Have, didn't have to do the music, but I could have just said, "Now play number three. Play. <laughs> Anyway, Dino, so um, we're going to sort of try and look forward and back. We got emails and we got tweets, etc., etc., which we'll go to in a minute. But um, your personal, what are your personal favourites and your personal worst moments of the past season and your worries? And then we'll go on to your future. No pressure. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> it's been a fantastic season, really exciting. I think one of the um, strange things with it was that normally when we've been promoted in the past and you look at teams that get promoted, they've done it from quite a distance. So if you think of Burnley and Sheffield United in the Championship, um, Leighton Orient and Stevenage in in League Two, they've sort of pretty much been there, whereas ours has really come with that magnificent run and out of nowhere almost. And I think that made it more exciting. I mean, the real high for me was Barnsley. Yeah, did you go? Uh, Yeah, when the second goal went in. I mean, the first goal we didn't celebrate, really, because we didn't know it had gone in. It was a bit weird. I know, I was there. uh, (laughs) And then, like, 60 seconds later, down the pitch, and bang. And I think that was the moment that I actually thought for the first time, we're actually going to do this. It it was brilliant. The the whole evening was fantastic. I mean, we we came out the ground, and to be fair to the Barnsley fans, there was no trouble. You know, there was just Ipswich fans singing, the town are going up absolutely everywhere in Barnsley you went. Everyone was playing Depeche Mode song in the car, driving home. So it was just like the perfect night where we did it. And it actually meant a lot more to me than than the um, Exeter game at home. I think I was a bit... I think all my release came out of Barnsley rather than Exeter. Was, I mean, Exeter was surreal because we were nervous and saw you in the pub and was like, are we going to do it? Are we yeah, not going to do yeah. it? And then, you know, five yeah. goals later. <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, th- I thought Barnsley was, yeah. I mean, Bre- Exeter was fantastic for, because the whole atmosphere, the fact we scored early and, uh, um, and but, but as you say, Barnsley was the one that probably got the ball finally just on the lot, on the goal line, didn't it? And yeah. I remember, like, I just tweeted actually that I jumped on some guy I never met in my life. No. I was the only, football's the only time you can assault someone and get away with it. There was a young lad in front of me when we scored the second goal and the next thing I looked at him, he'd lost his t-shirt, he'd lost his jacket yeah. and he was just in ecstasy. He really yeah. was. He'd never seen anything like it and I think that's been the best thing for this season. All those younger fans that have been through, I mean we've all sat through the rubbish but I mean they, yeah. they've never had anything good to cheer no. and I'm so, I'm so happy for them and the Exeter game helped with that because of all those other younger fans that can't go to the away games they had their day out in the sun as well so absolutely and I think I thought and going back to Exeter what a, what an atmosphere there was I don't think I remember an atmosphere no, like that ground, at Road and you know I've been watching them since 1704 <laughs> and uh yeah I mean because the, I mean the acoustics at Portman Road aren't brilliant are they so 
but it was rocking, wasn't it? it was I know. I mean, absolutely... the way the fans greeted the team yeah. was incredible. It was sunny. Um, yeah. We scored brilliant goals. I think the first five shots we had, they all went in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was like, it was just the most incredible day. And the Exeter fans, to be fair to them, stayed and, and applauded us. And yeah, it was it, it was the perfect day. I mean, I have enjoyed League One. I know it sounds a bit strange. I'm glad we've done it. I'm glad we're saying goodbye to it. But you know, we've been to some funny places like walking up the hill at Forest Green. Oh, that was lovely, wasn't it? There should be. We should have T-shirts printed. I, I conquered the Forest Green Hill. I know. And I've, I've enjoyed going to some of them smaller grounds. I thought Exeter was a really good, lovely ground day yep, out. Yeah. And, and I've enjoyed it. But yeah, it's it's time to move on. We've got all this momentum now, and that was. What I was really worried about is if we didn't get up, obviously the manager's done well. We've got some fantastic players. You know, the owners are really interested in us. They saw the 6-0, so every goal went in. I think that was another million pounds they're going to spend next year yeah, where yeah. they got caught up in it. Yeah. So so I just didn't want to lose that momentum. I think that was the key for us getting up once we got into that run. It almost coincided with uh, McKenna saying after, the, I think, the draw at, at Bristol, which was I was there as well, um, but uh, I think after that, he was saying, you know, we just need to get a, a run going and then we'll be fine. And it was almost like after that, the run started and we were yeah. off. And, and at Bristol Rovers, all I kept remembering was Chaplin and Broadhead were warming up in front of us forever. It was yeah. like, why well, went on the pitch? But everyone says it was a really bad performance, but we didn't let a goal in. And that started that mm. run. Of, and yeah. so it wasn't as bad as everyone thought, I think. I think we was really solid in defence that night. They yeah. was really up for it because they hadn't won for ages. And yeah. You know, Jerry Barton and all his stuff. Yeah. So it wasn't the worst in the world. It started the run. It wasn't brilliant going forwards, but we set the base that night. Yeah. And the catalyst, that's, that, that can do for us. Word of the night so is. far. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, it's, it's really funny not letting any goals in. When we let the one in at Cheltenham, really late on, I was more worried that we let a goal in that we had, then we hadn't won and got the points. Yeah. And those two points would have been a lot more vital. But I think we all got into it. This is such a fantastic run. We've never seen anything like it, not letting goals in. And the ironical thing was that the goals they did let in was against Sheffield Wednesday. And I think we all sat there for them crazy 10 minutes when Smith missed that third potential one, thinking this defence has never played together. It looked totally yeah, yeah. awful. And then yeah. we never let another goal in. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it was such a run after that. So it was the yeah. kick we needed, I think. Just Port Vale, wasn't it, or something? Yeah. I That's think we the... should say congratulations to Plymouth as well. Yeah, to be yeah. fair to them. You know, 101 points is some achievement. I mean, they had a pretty good season last season. They sort of they dipped playoffs, out the playoffs, yeah, didn't they, at the yeah. end? They, they bumped into us at a bad time at Portman Road, if you remember. And I remember walking to the ground with some Plymouth supporters and I could see that look in their eye where, well, we might get to the playoffs, we might do it. And that's what we've been through this season. And, um, you know, fair play to them. Um, it's call my bluff time with all their loan players. Are they, are they going to get the money out and sign them? We shall see. But they've had a good season and fair play to them. Yeah, they have, and uh, I think they could have got battered here. When, I remember when the goalkeeper got, in quotes, injured for about 10 minutes and took the whole steam away, didn't it? From, yeah. So the whole pressure from them, and then they equalised right at the end, which is unfortunate, but yes, but we're the better side. <laughs> I can see the banter on Twitter. We're the better footballing team, yeah, I don't yeah. think there's any doubt yeah. in that, but they did their job. They, they got did. those results. They did, yeah, and uh, Sheffield Wednesday didn't. <laughs> yet anyway um, should we go into tweets and things these are as per usual as they came in this is Kevin Beatty Foundation which is young Malk hello Malk GB just want to say thank you and your guests for great listen every week oh thank you mate 
Apart from final whistle, when promotion was confirmed, what was the one highlight of the season? Um, both good and bad. And I'll just end there for a second. Dino, good and bad. What's the best and worst part of the season? One of the early games was good was Portsmouth, if you remember. Yes. We hadn't really beaten a top team and they were either top or second with us at the time. They were. And we, we got over the winning line in that. And I think that said a lot um, for the season, for sure. I think the worst was Fog at Oxford. Couldn't see anything. It was just pointless being there. And also Wickham away, where they just defended at home from the first second, and that was total yeah. League One abject rubbish. Yeah, that's a good word, <laughs> abject rubbish. Um, yeah, I, I think I I throw Charlton into the mix, even though for a neutral it would have been a fantastic game, a four-all draw. But that seemed to be a, going back to that word again. That seemed to be a catalyst for a sort of a slump, didn't it? Because Although we drew, it felt like a really bad defeat, didn't it? Yeah, but you because... know, in that game, I was more... Well, I was really upset. We obviously let the last two goals in, but I was more upset that we'd let the 2-0 lead slip because we were yeah. so in control that yeah. game. And it just seemed the four times they put the ball in the box, they scored. And that guy we'd been linked with from Palace, Ricky Saki or something, he was quite <laughs> instrumental that day. He kept crossing the ball from the left. So I think we saw a good side of him then, but he didn't really do much. Paul Road when we played them. No, no. Uh, nor did a certain Mr Bond. Um, oh, and if possible, can you please give a shout out for issue number four, which is on uh, the Twitter account, which is Kevin Beatty Foundation at Kevin Beatty FO one. If you really want, but if you can Google that, you can soon find that. Um, and it's the news, the news beat, and it's issue four of the news beat beat being the uh, Kevin Beatty connection. Um, and it features a sleep out at the Abbey Stadium for the homeless interview with Amanda Jacks at the FSAKBF News, that's Kevin Beatty Foundation News, a quiz, Towns Marathon for Marcus Stewart, Glenn's match day with his hearing dog, um, Danny Olsen memories of Norway with the beat, and Gary Stevens memories of the beat as well. And uh, that's out now. So there you go. Thank you for that, Malk of Kevin Beatty Foundation. Um, Chris Rand. Chris from Cambridge, of course. Hello, Chris. Thanks for another great season, GB, and thanks to all your brilliant guests. Thank you for all my brilliant to all my brilliant guests as well. Thank you, that Chris. What are you looking forward to most in the championship, and how do you think the season will progress? It's going to be interesting. Um, we're obviously not going to have games that we just turn up and expect to win. So I think, in some ways, that might be good for us. We'd be very focused. Obviously, Ashton and McKenna are going to be looking into the transfer market mm. and then all we can do is trust them because everyone they've found so far has been a step up to, to what we got and it's always players we're never linked with which is what I quite like so it all goes around Twitter this is who we're after and then someone from completely opposite comes oh, in it's and always does, does way, a great job it? yeah, yeah. Which, which I really like about that um, I think we have a good chance it sort of reminds me when we got promoted to the Premier League that we've got used to winning yeah. and I think that's really important and we need we need to try and get Hurst if we can because we need goal scorers whichever division you're in you always need goal scorers and um, so I think you know we might surprise a few people up there we were in the coffee shop the other day me and my partner and there was two guys talking they seemed to know what they were talking about I mean it is all rumour of course but he said that Hurst and uh, Luongo will not be signing wow so I just hope they're wrong yeah I mean Luongo has Luongo you'd think would be definite because he's not even contracted is he no and he's really brought the best out of yeah. um, see they've got a fantastic blend yeah. a couple of like, little like street fighters in the middle there and the great thing with them is when they break up play 
they can make something happen. So Cole Scoobs was fantastic at yeah. breaking up play, but then he would go sideways or backwards. Yeah. But them two, they make something happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd really, I really want to keep Luongo. I'm and, just, yeah, and I just hope they're wrong. Yeah. He's just given us so much shape, yeah. which is so important in football, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't go much on rumour at all, cause, uh, but, but it does make you wonder why would they say that, because they seem like, especially Luongo, yeah. obviously Hurst, like, he, you know, we don't have a choice if they if Leicester want him back, but with Luongo you think, why would he want to go? Anyway, hope that's incorrect. Thank you for that, Chris. Um, Leeksy, first off, thanks for a season of great chat and look forward to the Naked Football Championship show. Hey, <laughs> thanks, Leeksy. <coughs> so, business, Luongo and Hurst are first priority. Oh, here we go. Or are we to look elsewhere? And where do you think needs strengthening over the summer, if at all? We, we definitely need to look at the number 10 positions. Um, I think before McKenna come in, I was a bit like you. 4-4-2 is the way we need to play. Norwood and those, we need two up front. McKenna's really turned that on its head, hasn't he? We've mm. seen the value of one up front and those two clever players behind. So we've got Broadhead and Chaplin. But if you think at the beginning of the season, we had the Luco, Harness and John Jules. And yeah. obviously we're going to lose... Aluko, and we may not sign John Jules, although I think it would be good. So we definitely need 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 someone there. We obviously need a forward, especially if Hurst doesn't work out. We need someone up there who can play to the shape of the team, and central midfield and centre back. I think it's the spine of the team we need to really focus on and 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 strengthen. We've got good squad players that can fit in there, but the the spine of the team is what's going to be so crucial. I think you might be right. Absolutely, yeah. So much uh, store set on Luongo and Hurst, isn't there? So we'll one, see. One player that interests me in that number 10 position is Alfie May at Cheltenham. Mm. And he doesn't, Cheltenham doesn't sound like a player we should be signing for the championship. But if you look at his goals, he really he scores a lot of Connor Chaplin goals. Mm. He's got a fantastic strike and he yes. really hits it. And, he, and he's got something about him attitude-wise as well. I mean, he, we may be pushing above that level, but he wouldn't be the end of the world in my, in my eyes. I'm pretty sure Mr. McKenna, who knows exactly what we need, will be um, uh, have, have has his notebook full of names by now. Uh, Tim Pashley, hello Tim. GB, thanks for the season. Thank you, mate. Uh, which was your favourite win of the season? Enjoy the summer. I think. Well, I think it had to be. I think atmosphere and emotion would be uh, Exeter, but I think my favourite was probably um, Barnsley. Barnsley. And Derby was good as well. Yeah, because that was. That was an awesome atmosphere, and we really, we really played well there. That first goal on the break really summed us up, didn't it? It was a fantastic mm. goal, and it gave us the belief. I mean, it was, it was weird. We had those away games. It was all dreading. What was it? Bolton, Barnsley, Derby, Peterborough. Peterborough. Peterborough yeah. We won all those, but we didn't win at Fleetwood or Cheltenham. And we struggled against Port Vale. <laughs> I know. So I yeah, know. It's a funny old game sometimes. Yeah, that's a saint. Yes, mate. Uh, Julian Hughes, hello Jules uh, Thank you GB and all the guests for another fantastic season of shows Thank you May And to all who message in every week Willow would like Willow is uh, Jules' uh, granddaughter And she's in Her Majesty's uh, prison again uh, I'm guessing Willow would like to know Who will be the first signing in the transfer market But not the young lad that just signed yesterday by the way <laughs> Oh yeah we signed someone Who sounds a bit like El Mazzuni It sounds like a, a, an anagram of El Mazzuni doesn't it But it's not We'll come on to him hopefully uh, enjoy pre-season. Yellow scummers, here we come. Yes, absolutely. Right, who do you think will be the first signing? Well, like I said, I don't think we know because they, no. they've they got their board, haven't they, that they, they sit in front of. and they've got, They must have players lined up already. They've mm. probably got two or three. Yeah. Now we know where we are. 
you know, it's a real long break this summer, isn't it? I think the season, they said today, it starts on the 4th or 5th of August. So yep. they've got a good couple of months off. So they're going to get them in, embed them into the team, the spirit and everything. So, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't have names, but they're coming. That's for sure. Altitude training in Austria. That's true. Possible. <laughs> a bit of yodeling. Uh, thanks, Jules. And uh, make sure Willow doesn't escape again, won't you? Frankio, hello, mate. Good evening, Graham and Dino. The transfer rumour silly season has started already. Should we sign Paul Mullins boots? <laughs> Do you know anything about that? No, but he's obviously done really well at Wrexham, but he's James Norwood's old flatmate, and I'll be going down that road again. Just... I'm well, it's, it's, if that would I think his boots are the thing he's mentioning because um, he had boots with uh, beep beep the Tories on it, ah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I've got a T-shirt with the very same thing. So, yeah, definitely sign him. Or uh, should we stick to something more suited to sunnier times? Uh, love the show. Thanks for guiding us through a great season. And he's put a picture of um, some clogs, plastic clog things, which is a bit like... Uh, crocs but not um they're sort of crockish but uh no one can see because this is radio but i'll show you dino just quite cool aren't they oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) but if you if you look on twitter at frankio then it's exactly as he at frankio frankie with oh on the end uh you can have a look at these uh little beauties quite funky and you can actually put your name on it just like um paul mullins did so you could even put bleep the tories on it if you want or you could just put Dino ITFC, yeah, couldn't you? that'd be better, yeah. They're quite funky, <laughs> but I I'm not sure they're actually Ipswich. They're, they're probably a separate uh, company, but really good. Uh, Mrs. Nuts. P. Nuts. Uh, P for promotion, or is that Pine Nuts? Mrs. Nuts. Regarding forthcoming ins and outs, do you think, sadly, KY Jelly may be an out? I, I think we, he might, mightn't he? Yeah, I it's think Only because so. he's not being appearing, and I really like him. And you think you've got Greg Lee, Clark, Danassi, and them sort of players, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a sad one, but I've noticed him looking glum. Yeah, I've noticed Greg Lee looking glum as well at Fleetwood. He yeah. wasn't didn't start, and he was the first one we noticed getting on the coach as we walked past. He didn't look that happy. And Greg Lee has done so well when he's played. I'd hate to lose him more than KVY, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to lose any of them, do you? Really? No. Never mind. Uh, hopefully, see you next season, GP, and that you won't be an out. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Mrs. Nuts, as per usual. Um, hopefully see you too. Martin, Martin Gamble. Um, I heart, or I love El Miz, and was pleased to see him do so well at Lake Norient. Do you see his pathway being at Portman Road next season or beyond? I think it's going to be difficult for him, but I've got some Lake Norient fans, and they love him to be. Yes, I know. And, I, and I've always liked him. He's never had a run in the team, and I think under McKenna, it's the one thing he improves players and when they get that run in the team, they show their value. So I think if McKenna sees something in him, he can get it out of them. Um, but it could be another season on loan somewhere. I don't want to sell him because I think there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. Yeah, it depends. I suppose everyone has their uh, price, I suppose, if someone does come in with big money. Um, yeah, but it would be a shame, though. He's well, high, think, very highly rated, isn't he? If you think that we was linked with an EFL League Two player of the season and played in every game, we'd be quite happy with that. I think we must have something about him. So... He's our player. Yeah, why, exactly. Why, why would... Yeah, yeah let's yeah, see what he, happens. Exactly. He wants to play football, but he can play football on loan, can't he? That'll yeah. do. Uh, Izzy. Hello, Graham. Hello, Dino. No questions. Just thought I'd say hello and thank you for a great show. Thank you, Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, uh, Izzy uh, has her show here as well, don't you, Izzy? And very good it is too. 
Slowball, love the show. Good evening, Bino. Good evening, Dino. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and so it came to pass, not really at our best against Fleetwood. Maybe the end of season dinner was badly timed. Don't think it was just the dinner. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the tone last Saturday or the Saturday before. It mattered not given Plymouth's result. I know for many automatic promotion and avoiding the playoffs resulted in a huge collective sigh of relief. The title would have been a bonus. Good to see Toto and Ciala enthusiastically congratulating the town players on the pitch on Sunday. Good on him. I saw the game. I didn't see that. Did you? Did you? Yeah, so it was at the end after it finished. He was out there. They were doing their lap of honour and he was without players. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a funny day for him. Was, Ca- was Macaulay Bond there as well? <laughs> he was in the fan zone, wasn't he? With was his he? shirt on. Oh, no, uh, really? Yeah, it was a funny day, Fleetwood. It, it, the fans and the team just lacked that intensity. They'd done it. Yeah. And it sort of got it, really. It was a shame we didn't get the 100 points and 100 goals. Um, but... We got the 100 We got that. We got the 100 goals, yeah. But yeah, it just lacked a bit of intensity. I, I know, it was, we left at five and got home at eight. It was a long day just to go to the football one, too. <laughs> It's quite a nice part of the world up there. And, yeah, and everyone seemed to... The ones that stayed over enjoyed Blackpool. <laughs> um... And, and uh, Slowball continues. Sincere thanks and well done to you, GB, for another season of the always excellent Naked Football Show. Oh, don't don't get embarrassed now, Slowball. And all the very best to your many super guests. That's you, Dino. Oh, that's been a great season. Thank you. <laughs> contributors and listeners, and to ICRFM. Hey, is anyone listening? There's no one here. Um, I'm sure the summer will bring lots of speculation about new players, etc. But at least we can look forward to the championship with a positive outlook and having had one of our best seasons for decades. Here, here. Good day to you. Keep smiling. God bless Adrian Paz. Uh, yeah, do you remember day. Adrian I Paz? I do. Yes, indeed. Argentinian, wasn't he? If I remember. Didn't he sign with Tarico? I think he did, didn't he? Yeah. And who was the other Argentinian we had? Um, winger, wasn't he? He got he got a cruciate injury and we never saw him again, but um, he was really good. The one, I want to say it begins with P, Peralta. Oh, Peralta. No, it wasn't him. No, oh. no, no, not no, not Peralta. It was um, oh, everyone's banging on the radio or whatever now, saying, "Oh God, it's." Oh, I know who you mean. Yeah, <coughs> I can't remember what his name was. Doesn't though. really matter. No. So going forward, what are your thoughts? Are we going to go straight through the division? <laughs> well, is, I think yeah, we get think... top half, yeah. and anything can't from there. Other teams at Sunderland have had a good season this season. I think anything is possible. You know, a lot's going to depend on injuries and things like that. But you know, McKenna. We can trust. So. <laughs> well, he does know exactly what he needs. That's the last time I'm going to say that this season, I promise. And we've got that lot, <laughs> road, that lot, that lot up, up the road, the road. To play as well. So that's going to be a bit of fun, isn't it? But yeah, I think bring it on. We've got we've got momentum, as I said earlier, and the team plays in that really good style of play. We seem to play better against the teams that want to attack us. I don't think there'll be so much of that defensive football no. against us in, in the championship. So, yeah, and no more pizza trophy. No more oh, FA no. Cup first round. Goodbye. No, no. Adios. <laughs> I know, and that's that's what I always fear, and you pick up the injuries in those silly competitions. Yeah. Um, ticketing, though, quickly. We've only got a minute. What are your thoughts? Because, obviously, priorities going to change I'm guessing they'll ditch the goal card or that it'll be third on the list of priorities I'm thinking even even that lot up the road which I won't mention it used to be quite easy to get a ticket for that yeah, because yeah. they get quite a lot but I can imagine it's going to be a struggle yeah because of the fan base now is so big well 
if the fans, if you go regularly, then you deserve the credits to have the first chance. Yeah. That I feel. So you think they'll still stick with the what they finish with? Maybe I think it is a fair way of doing. I, I think mean, it is. The allocations yeah. are going to be a lot bigger, yeah. and some of the places are not going to be great, like Hull, Swansea, Cardiff, <laughs> places like that. You, you know, but yeah, let, let, let's bring it on. Let's have another adventure and, and, and move the, the team and the club forwards. That, that's what we all want. Absolutely, yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm also looking forward to the break though because it's so stressful. I, I must say thank you to my travelling companions this year. So my wife Karen, who loves Marcus Harness's eyes, she told me to get that in. And, That's it. You've got to finish. <laughs> and, and Matty and Freddie, thank it's, you. It's-